Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue number 100 and... No, wait. We're way past that. Whoa, 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 like whoa. 100. Back what are you up. talking Back about, up, Greg? Classic 2017 Greg about? over here. I know, right? Oh Jeez. God. I mean, that was our glory days. Good old yeah. 100. We were young and nimble and no. Thought we could make a D&D podcast. Thought we could make a D&D podcast. Well, we didn't think <laughs> we could make it. We made Fun. one. The quality <laughs> yeah. of that podcast is up for debate, but it was made. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shade. All the shade. It wasn't shade. These are facts. This is science. It's fun. This we is all scientific. Know. There's no one that's going to debate that fact. Yes. <laughs> uh, issue number 204. 204. Bananas. Yeah. The Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Bananas. Tonight we are diving into the much awaited, much debated, and never rebated. That's a good round Ooh. to come up with on the fly. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'm proud. Uh, Disney Plus streaming service. We'll also be talking about some of the uh, more recent nerd events to come up, such as The Rock being who, Casey? Black Adam. And we'll be talking, of course, about Death Stranding. Yar. Hope you got your, and your walking shoes on. Maybe a couple other things. We'll see. But before we get into any of that, let's see who's joining us tonight. We have... TV's Casey. Yo. Doc Chris. I am here. Dave the Beard of Menace. I can't cast that here. He says that, but he always can. He chooses Dude, you, not to. You keep casting. It's a choice. That's why they call this a podcast. It's literally <laughs> what you're doing. It's a literally cast. what is happening right, right now. Right, but I can't cast what I want to cast in the podcast. It'll be a double cast. and It'll be kind of weird. It's like my triple stamping hurts. a double stamp. You can't do it. You know? my, my, brain, my brain hurts a lot. Uh, and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. And now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, Casey, tell us about Black Adam. Oh, why let me tell you about it when the man himself oh, can no. tell you? So oh, you may no. have seen on Instagram and or Twitter today a pretty radical looking poster of Black Adam, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam's arch nemesis. Um a part collaboration by Dave's number one guy, Boss Logic. Yes, uh, sir. Acclaimed 90s comic book artist, Jim Lee, and The Rock himself. With the date splatted right on the bottom, 12 21 mm-hmm. So we'll be in a treat two years from now uh, <laughs> for the Black Adam film. Try that again with a straight face. <laughs> Sorry. Two years and a month and a week from now. <laughs> That's a lot of time for something to time. run out of steam. Believe me. Uh, and the fact that we're not, the fact that we're not getting uh, another Shazam movie before then, as far as I'm aware, I don't know. It's bad. But The Rock says, <clears throat> the man in black, like most kids growing up, I dreamed about being a superhero, having cool superpowers, fighting for what's right and always protecting the people. This is a very good rock impression. Oh, by yeah. way. Keep mm-hmm. going. For sure. Mm-hmm. No, his, a good rock impression would be me insulting the crowd and them cheering anyway. <laughs> it all changed for me when I was 10 years old and first introduced to the greatest superhero of all time, Superman. As a kid, Superman was the hero I always wanted to be. But a few years into my fantasy, I realized that Superman was the hero I could never be. Is it because he's an alien, perhaps? No. It's because the rock was too rebellious too rambunctious too resistant to convention and authority 
Despite my troubles, I was still a good kid with a good heart. I just liked to do things my way. Now, years later as a man, with the same DNA I had as a kid, and hundreds of millions of dollars, <laughs> my superhero <laughs> dreams have come true. Jesus. I'm honored to join the iconic hashtag DC Universe, and it's true pleasure to become Black Adam. Black Adam is blessed by magic with powers equal to Superman, but the difference is he doesn't toe the mark or walk the line. He's a rebellious, one-of-a-kind superhero who will always do what's right for the people, but he does it his way. Truth and justice, the Black Adam way. This role is unlike any other I've ever played in my career, and I'm grateful to the bone we'll, go, we'll all go on this journey together. Black Adam, 12-22-21. Part of that statement is true. Yeah. Well, yeah. the part that's true that I didn't read is that he credits artists for the poster, which is that's super oh. big of him. That's good. Um, yeah. Good job. Here's something that's not true. Black Adam killed two million fucking people in 2006. <laughs> he killed a whole nation of people. He is not a nice person. He is in no way a nice person. <laughs> he, is, he is not. Like, if, if you're thinking about, like, a, someone that's kind of close to Black Adam, <laughs> maybe early Vegeta. Uh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Raditz, maybe. Yeah. No, I think Vegeta's pretty close because yeah. he could deliver on killing two million people. Yeah, that's fair. And he probably has, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But he, like, never really, at least that I'm aware of, never really, like, redeems himself as a hero. No. He's, he's kind of like the Doctor Doom of the DC universe. But, like, I don't know. I feel like he's more murderous. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Doctor Doom's ever killed two million people. In fact, his yeah, most, like... Maybe. His greatest claim to fame in the past five years is that when the universe, the entire multiverse was dying, he helped bring it all back together. Yeah. Um, so he may have saved countless lives. But that doesn't, it's not like a balancing act here. It's like, well, I killed countless lives, but I also Listen, saved countless in, in lives. In the absence of, of Jason being here. Yeah. There's a law of equivalent exchange. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. There it is. Um, but no, uh, Black Adam is he's cool as hell, man, but he is one bad dude. Yeah. Um people argue that he's an anti hero, but once you cross the line of straight up genocide, I don't mm -hmm. think that's a line you could really backwalk. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's, it's like, hey, thanks for uh saving us from Doctor Manhattan, but also uh hey, remember that time you killed an entire nation in one night because your wife died? Not a good look. So here, here's my here's my question as someone who doesn't know Black Adam that well at all. Um, yeah. The statement Evil that Shazam. The, He's well, evil. See, Shazam. No, no. The statement that The Rock made was that true ever at all with the character or no? He has been a goodish enough guy to have joined the Justice Society of America at one point. Um, and that was, was only sort of a tenuous membership at best yeah, because yeah. he's like, oh hey. Um, this guy I'm working for is probably going to kill me and everyone else around him. That was the Johnny Sorrow storyline. Mm. Um, so I should probably switch sides. So, you know, he kind of switched sides out of convenience. And then he's like, hey, I could fight crime and still kind of do whatever I want. And the Justice, League, the Justice Society is like, yeah, but maybe you shouldn't kill people. And he's like, nah, fuck that, though. <laughs> I do what I want. So, like, you're familiar with the, the origin of Billy Batson, right? Yeah. Shazam. So, essentially, chosen by the Wizard Shazam to be his champion. Right. Um, that's kind of like what Black Adam was, but it was like they the realized they done fucked up. Yeah, you picked thing. the wrong dude. 
Yeah. So in the movie, when he's saying like I chose someone, but I was wrong, he's talking about Black Adam. Black Adam, hundred percent. Oh okay. yeah, hundred and ten percent. He talked okay. about Black Adam, and that was a big thing where people thought that The Rock was going to show up as Black Adam for like a moment, um, and obviously he does not. But uh, there's spoilers. Spoilers. There's... I was really expecting it. It's a shame. Yeah. Well, like the the theory is that uh, Doctor Savannah <laughs> took part of the powers of Black Adam. That's how he got like that. Like it was just Black Adams that he ciphered away. That yeah. was part of the theory, but it's neither confirmed nor denied at this point. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like he's he's a great villain, but I feel like The Rock doesn't know he's a great villain. Well, yeah. here's the th- here's 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 the thing. You think there that's the story they're gonna do with this character when they make this movie? That he's gonna be like an you know, they're not gonna be like the genocidal maniac that Casey. I, I think talks he's about. gonna think he's a hero, and maybe that's like The Rock just like doing some method acting right there. Yeah. Ooh, you know. So I mean, th- do you really want to be the guy who tells The Rock, "Hey, so people have wanted you to play this character for a long time, but here's what you don't know is that he's a monster." Yeah. Honestly, yes, because a man like The Rock likes people who aren't yes men. But when's the last time The Rock played a character that wasn't like a stalwart good guy? Mm, the Scorpion King. Okay, so. 22 no, years no that's, that's what you want to kind roll of, back to? kind of kind no of no there's a newer five. movie doom ah we all forget about doom he was the he was the hero in that no he wasn't he would be being the yeah. bad guy at the end oh whatever i didn't Not, see it he was kind of the pretty much the antagonist of fast five until he wasn't until he wasn't and now he's the good, but it was kind of like he was guy. he was actually the good guy but it was from we were seeing from the other point of view so he was the bad guy until he wasn't the bad guy anymore and then we were like yay the rock the yeah. fa- the family theme is so strong in the fast and furious movies that every single villain to be in them has become a member of the hero squad <laughs> la familia yeah that's literally that's what's happened listen the, I, but but i think it's it's almost it's hard to say that the rock isn't his best when he's playing a goofy fun leading man Right, right. right. Um, true. Much like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And I will take that to my grave. Uh, <laughs> guys, remember this whole, you, you know, torn kind of villainy hero. We've we've seen this before and it worked out great for Venom. Mm. That's not a good what? noise coming out what? of my brain. Just... <laughs> oh, no. Did, did I just... what? Wait, you guys wait, is that a controversial what? statement? Is that not accurate? But... Is that? Is that no? Oh, it's no good, sir. Weird. Sorry, wrong, wrong crowd. Weird. I don't know. I think they're gonna prop. They're definitely gonna tone down Black Adam, especially since he's tied so closely to Shazam. People are gonna want to see him tear a motherfucker in half, though. I don't think they're gonna show that. Yeah, I honestly don't. That's weak. And then, and then people are gonna start crying for the Snyder cut of the Black Adam movie. Well, yeah. here's the thing: if they, if they, if if the DCU would have stuck with the dark path they were going with, with like the more realistic characters. Mm-hmm. then yeah we probably would have seen this black adam literally tears people in half like a phone book yeah. but like greg was saying now that he's part of shazam we're not going to see that it's really the big charm of his character is that he's a he's a like the rock kind of does has a grip on that where it's like he has powers equal to superman but you know he tears people in half like paper <laughs> yeah um I mean, that's just such a huge draw. Like, he would just fly. Like, in there was a miniseries, I think, what, in the middle of 52? Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, it's going uh, back World War Three. years. World War Three. World like, War Three. yeah. yeah. And yeah. He's just, he just flies in, punches somebody's head off, and leaves. Like, he just declares war on the world. And he's like, okay. 
Yep. This is what we're doing. So, you know, for him to hold back or abide by some kind of no kill rule is just a little like eyebrow raise for me. But listen, it. Am I going to go see this movie? Absolutely. Yeah. Is it going to be worse than the worst comic book movie I've seen in the past 10 nope. years? Definitely not. Can't be. It's not possible. Um, the The Rock himself is just, you know, he's like a license to print money, that guy. He revived yeah. Jumanji of all the franchises with a completely <laughs> video game-based premise that you yeah. think this will never take off. And but, it did. And then it did. And then and it did it a second delightful. time. Yeah. And, and almost certainly a third time. Yeah. So... I'm excited about Black Adam. I I think The Rock is deeply misguided in whoever gave him a lesson on this character, but mm. I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, the the casting itself is is great. It's just oh, yeah. the the direction he thinks is going in is worse. Will they give him the Vegeta wedge? You know, the Super oh, Widow's man. peak. Will Will they give him the the pointy ears? He's been bald a long time. He has been. So that's true. That's very true. All right, moving from Black Adam, we're gonna jump into the world of death stranding yeah oh man yes guys i've been so excited for this game yeah. for a long time mm-hmm. and then i started playing it and i was like this game is batshit insane <laughs> this game is crazy but it works yep uh who's it made by oh hideo kojima yeah that tracks mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i um i need to see if i can find this text message really quick i really probably should have proposed it but uh, a friend i was talking about the game with some friends of mine and they're like, oh, did you get that game? And I was like, yeah, I got that game. And they're like, how is it? I was like, well, I just got attacked by a ghost whale with face tentacles swimming through ectoplasmic oil on land while carrying a, so much weight I could barely run while the baby that allows me to detect said ghosts started wailing something fierce out of stress of being attacked. Holy shit. And I'm constantly so, reorganizing my inventory so the mm-hmm. time rain doesn't affect my packages. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So here's the deal. I am. I am really. This game is gorgeous. Yeah. I'm like. I am liking this game. But one of the things that this this game is all about is taking basically the most just low level actions that you usually do in a game, which is walking and inventory management. Walking in a straight line. <laughs> and it makes that the the main focus of the game and really difficult. Which is like huge. Um, this game, if basically if you don't like the first like hour of this game, which is mostly cutscenes, <laughs> um, like you're so far you're not gonna you're not probably not gonna like the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, and by the rest of the game, I mean I'm really only like three or four hours into it, so I'm not that far into yeah. it. Um, but it's kind of crazy because a lot of times you'll be playing a game, and what we used to see like a few years ago. Is that, you know, the character that you're playing kind of has a box underneath them and kind of what you don't really trigger things unless that thing kind of comes into your box. Right. That's underneath you. <laughs> this game, each foot, every single step that you have actually matters and where your very specific precise footstep goes matters. Hmm, really? Which is which is insane. Because uh, they have one of the big mechanics of the game is you have this little sensor um, that then shows you the path, the path ahead, and it shows you where there are problem points. Where is it a little bit? Where is the your the terrain either very difficult or or even just a little bit have a little bit of struggle? And if you only have a couple things on you, it doesn't really matter. It's like okay, I'm just gonna go forward, 
Um, but once you get loaded up and you're having, you're literally having trouble moving because there's so much stuff on you, um, you make one misstep and it's, you got to catch your balance. Mm. It was kind of crazy. Also, what I think is very interesting is these controls in this game. It kind of reminded me of how interesting the controls for Spider-Man were, um, where your kind of shoot your like web shooting, uh, happens on the, um, and your, your traversal of the city kind of are on those R2, L2, which for most games obviously are at this point in video gaming is kind of the main buttons that you use for stuff. Yeah. Um, but it almost mimics, um, it just kind of like mimics what you think Spider-Man would be doing with his, with his hands a little bit, basically as best as you possibly could do with that controller. Wait, wait, wait. So this, do you have to press like L2, R2 for left foot, right foot? Not for left foot, right foot. However, Uh-oh. Um, for balance you do. Oh. So if you're walking and you start leaning, if you know, if you've kind of thrown yourself off weight, like you've, you had a bunch of stuff on your right side, but not the left side. Mm. Um, if you start losing control, you're going to start going and leaning towards one direction. So you actually use, um, those shoulder buttons. What it, it does, it's almost like grabbing the left and right, um, straps of a backpack. Okay. Okay. To kind of try to, to steady yourself. That makes sense. Um, or if there is, if you're, you're carrying something by hand, those buttons are the buttons that you hold to actually pick those items up and put them down. Hmm. So it's, again, it's kind of the controller mimicking what you would be doing in real life, mm-hmm. which is, I, I feel like for the last, probably like, probably for the last like seven years or so, or uh, basically since the late PS3 or like into PS4, that's kind of been the go-to uh, of those being the, the main buttons. Okay. Um, but it's interesting seeing games do things that aren't just, this is how you shoot a gun. Interesting. Yeah, I remember. Um, I also, if you mash the shoulder buttons, he does the Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. I was reading something. Uh, someone asked Hideo Kojima about like uh, how the mixed reviews, like, how he thought about them and stuff like that. And he was just like, you know, like Americans just like shooting, shooting games. And he's not yeah. wrong. And he's like, this nope. is not that by any stretch of the imagination. And that's what I've been hearing. I've been hearing that it's not a bad game. That he's getting a lot of like mixed reviews because people just want to like go running and gunning, or they just want like another Metal Gear, and that's right. not what this is. No, it's it's literally it's it's how can I avoid conflict? So what's the oh, story? Because like watching like trailers and all that stuff, it's like, is there time travel? Is there it's not time pretty- travel? Like, what's the it's post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one thing I will say that I do love about this game and going in and going in and I watched all, all the trailers. They, they released all the, the fairly lengthy trailers and all the stuff they're showing you. You're kind of like, what the hell is all this stuff? I don't understand how this is all going to fit together. Um, the beginning of this game, like the first hour or so, does actually a really good job of establishing the world. Okay. So what you know, or as far as what I know at this point in the game, um, is that something happened that basically crossed over into like other like a ghostly dimension so it basically opened up this world and invited these ghosts to to come in they call them bts um come into your world and what happens is if someone dies their body starts to basically there's about a two-day window where their body starts to decay and uh after they're like consumed by this weird oily like ectoplasm stuff um they that person will explode but when it explodes it creates a crater the size of a small town it's like a nuclear bomb basically a nuclear bomb so what happens is pretty much all of these major 
like civilizations when someone died it just set off a chain reaction right so death stranding means a bunch of different things but they talk about things that happen after the death stranding and the main the first death stranding was the first time all these explosions happened um, and it just wipes stuff out. It's like one of the first missions that you have is that you have to dispose of some guy asks you to dispose of a body. So you go on this run to dispose of this body, yeah. but you don't make it on time. And so it explodes and it just wipes out like you knew that this something was going to be a problem. But when you actually see the aftermath, like your jaw drops. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so. That's kind of what's going on in the world. Um, and as far as like the baby, the baby is called Bridge Baby. Um, and it's the babies are basically a tether that allow you to access like the ghost network. Okay. Basically to see where these BTs are. Because they're so otherwise walking, invisible. They're otherwise invisible. Um, you know when they're around because you have a little... Um, you have this little sensor thing that starts flashing in the direction of the nearest one. Uh, but the problem is if the baby gets too stressed, he basically knocks himself out and then <laughs> you don't have it. Then you have no idea. You have like no idea where these things are. Right. Um, and some people have developed these like psychic properties. So your character um, has a slight sensitivity to it. So he actually knows he can sense when they're around. He can't see them. But he he has an idea of where they're around. Because you also have this weird connection to the ghost dimension where you can, like, reincarnate by, like, literally pulling your spirit back into your own body. Yeah. There's a lot of they call it, complicated concepts here. Yeah. yeah. So there's a bunch of weird concepts, but they do do at least a good enough job that you kind of understand, like, what it is. You don't understand how it works, but you understand what it is. And so there's this really, really, you're juggling probably about, like, five or six different crazy concepts um but if you boil down like the story the crazy story elements but if you boil down to what the actual gameplay is it's load your stuff up so that you're so that you're well balanced and then go walk go walk try not to destroy the cargo and try to avoid any trouble mm. and your destination the west coast all the way yeah. from the east coast one city state at a time one freaking step at a time. <laughs> so what also is crazy about this as well is that uh, as you kind of move through and you meet these different groups, um, these different areas, uh, you put them on, you kind of connect them all through the ghost network. Mm -hmm. uh, that's part of the job. And when that happens, it then unlocks the region around it. Um, much like in most games, um, like either Zelda, the breath of the wild or even horizons near dawn, which does share the same, um, quite obviously it shares the same engine. Um, it then unlocks a part of the map so you can see a little bit more. Um, but at that point when you're walking around, sometimes you'll come across things that other players have left behind. So like ladders or bridges and things that other people have established. And you can use those to make it easier to get from one place to another. So there's really no direct contact with other players, but you're always feeling the presence that there are other people playing this game at the same time. So wait, 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 this is, oh, wait, I'm, I'm I thought it was like single player, so it's it's not single it's, player. It's single it player, is. but the elements so from is. other people's worlds can affect your world. No yeah. so if shit. I, yeah. So if I leave a ladder, so if I go, okay, I need to get across this cliff here. I'm going to leave a ladder that's going to be a bridge to get from one place to the other. And I walk across it, and I don't pick up that ladder. Then if someone else is in that area, and they've un at least unlocked the area, um, then they'll see my ladder, and they'll be able to use it as well to get across. So they won't see me. But they will be able to see the things you leave behind. That's actually kind of dope because yeah. it kind of goes it the is, whole like dimensional. 
That's fucking crazy. Yeah, because the game is really all the whole game is about connection. Yeah, this is just a weird way to connect with people that you without being the conventional way that you do so. So if you um, want to be a complete dick in this and destroy every single bridge after you cross it, you actually could, you could. And fuck over over another player. Yep. Oh my god. Yep, and you can also once you unlock an area, so as you walk around, you can also see your footprints of where you've been. Yep. So that once you go to a place, you can trace your steps back, and in some cases, you can even see other people's footprints. So you can follow their path and hope that they had a good a good way. And <laughs> otherwise, it's like a bloodstain from Dark Souls. It's like, yeah. oh, how'd this guy die? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as far as time travel, so instead of rainfall, they call it time fall because what happens is when it, when the BTs are around, it starts raining. Yep. Um, it actually will start to um, age whatever is caught in the rain faster. Oh, shit. So, like, you have to wear a hood so that you don't age. Um, But if you're, like, your cargo will get damaged just by being there. Yeah. Um, Like, I ran out of power on my bike. I got a bike and I ran out of power and I had to walk back to deliver the stuff. And I had to go back to it um, and power it up. But by the time I did that, it was, like, just totally wrecked because it had been sitting in the rain the whole time. For thousands of years. Yeah. Thousands of years. Yeah. So, it's it's very different type of game. Nothing Um, like it, really. Re- really nothing like it yeah yeah i'm liking it so far no though. shit it, yeah. it does sound interesting i gotta say because like um i mean as much as i like an action adventure i can be very meticulous with a game which is why half the games i've bought for the ps4 i've never beaten um horizon zero dawn being one of them because i just get too lost in the minutia of shit so oh, oh there's a lot of minutiae so here man yeah this is game is nothing but minutia. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so so it sounds like something i'd be interested in but at the same time it's like uh, it sounds like it'd make me start smoking after a while. Watch a watch a let's play of it for the first little bit. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I've been doing. I've been watching some streams on it. Um, the only thing that I think is gonna whatever I get it that's gonna annoy me is there seems to be a lot of like rocks and debris everywhere, and you can't really run over it easily on a vehicle. So like yep. I was watching this guy play, and he was just like going forward, hit a rock, damn it, turn, go around, hit a rock, damn it. It was just kind of like that uh, that Simpsons skit. Or the where scene in like, Austin Powers where he's like trying to get the steamroller <laughs> cart out of a sideways hallway. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking more Homer with the rakes. He just like takes a few steps. Oh, ouch. Yep. He keeps takes a few steps. On the ouch. <laughs> yeah. But that's the idea is that it takes, again, the most basic thing yeah. going from point A to point B, and it makes that as difficult as possible. Yeah. Um, and I also think that the feel of this game is very different. Um, where just watching it doesn't quite give you the same feeling as having to actually control right this person because it is so interactive and so tactile the way that you do interact with it. Yeah. Um but I also it's again it's it's um the Gorilla Games that did Horizon Zero Dawn um they are allowed to they let um Kojima Productions use their engine. Yeah. Um and you can feel it cuz a lot of the things like each box that you have have has its own specific properties um and is horizon zero dawn was the same way you could shoot off individual um articles of whatever robot you're at and you can go pick it up and it does things yeah um it's a similar idea hmm. it's great i love yep. it go play it go buy, go buy it. it and then if you don't like it can't blame me because it because you're your own person you're your own person speaking of people who are their own people that was a great segue. You're welcome. That was wonderful. That was wonderful. That was good. People, uh, people, speaking so of people who are their own uh, people, that's my that's my impression. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Disney Plus in a little more detail, but first, 
I want to talk about one of the shows off of Disney Plus. The wonderful Dark Tales. Uh, Woo! Uh, no, do, no, 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 they're quite. out there making. Oh, not quite Duck Tales. No, 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 no. The wonderful show that stars none other than Jeff Goldblum. Ah. Have you guys watched this yet? Have you guys? Not yet. Like I saw it pop up, but it was too late at night because like this this app has been keeping me up until like two o'clock in the morning every night. So oh sure, yeah. yeah. I saw it and I'm like, no, I'll wait. Uh, I just watched this probably about an hour ago. That's so good. It's so wonderful. So it is peak freaking Goldblum. Goldblum. So it's, it's called Goldblum. the world <laughs> according to Jeff Goldblum. Okay, is the title right? So what he does is he, he pretty much it's Jeff Goldblum being Jeff out of Goldblum. his element and yet in his element at the same time. You're out of your so, element, Donnie. You're out of your. So the the very first episode is Jeff Goldblum diving into the world of uh, sneakers, of sneakerheads. So he goes to a trade show or a convention, right? He right, yeah. He uh, I'm just gonna do bad Jeff Goldblum impression the whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he he sees the the world's most I guess famous custom shoemaker. He gets a custom shoe made. He goes to, I don't remember the shoe company, but he goes to a shoe company where they like watch runners run and see like where they impact and, and their stride. Uh, it was Adidas, I think. Was it, oh, it was, it was Adidas, you're right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he, he gets to see that and he gets to see what his stride is and it's a, a, it's a bopper. It's a bopper. <laughs> yep. In case you didn't know. It's a bopper. bopper. He bops too much. The guy was actually getting really angry at right. it. Right. It was really funny. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't watch any trailers for this. It was just the name alone got me, which is probably what they're going for and i was sitting there watching it with emily and Emily's kind of like you know half paying attention and she at one point she looks up she goes what is this supposed to be about i was like it's just jeff goldblum living his life <laughs> it's basically how it's made yeah like mixed, with, mixed with like just the history of random things you don't think about yeah. and then just jeff goldblum making awkward noises it's so good uh, the it's amazing the the best the best part of this episode was when he's going to the the custom sneaker maker and the guy asks him to describe his style and it's um that's my favorite part it's amazing he's like uh not not rich and but like bohemian artist that's what i try to go for bohemian artist <laughs> all black but like sporty but all black <laughs> it was the guy was just but like then he likes and he loves animal print animal. so he wants things animal print <laughs> it's nuts so good. Uh, I was a big fan. There's a moment where he goes, there's a guy that does um, bo- unboxing videos on YouTube yeah. for sneakers. And so the guy teaches him how to do an unboxing video. And it is It's wonderful. so good. <laughs> He's like, this is what I do. And he like drums on the box. He goes, ah, oh, yes, mm, mm, a percussion, a percussion. Yes, mm, I see. So then he does it. And he does a little like tap, tap. And it's just like, that's not good, Jeff. He's that's beautiful. Not. So I think it was it was either last year or two years ago. Um, I went with some friends to... Um, the base of Boston Comic Con, uh, the Fan Expo, mm-hmm. and we went and got our picture taken with Jeff Goldblum, um, which the whole process kind of weirded me out. That the whole thing, but not because of Jeff Goldblum, who was <laughs> obviously an incredibly lovely person yeah. who literally just like wanted too. to be friends with everyone, <laughs> but he could only spend about thirty seconds with each person. Uh, well, well, what's your name, you, uh, Chris? Uh, t- t- tell me about yourself. Oh my god. Uh, so in this picture, I'm right next to him, and he has his hand on my back. And I will tell you that he caressed the bat on my back the entire time we were waiting for the picture <laughs> oh to be taken. 
and it was it was magical. Oh, it was everything. You felt all I your sins lift out of your body <laughs> in a Jeff Goldblum meeting experience. He's a living ray of um, sunshine. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Delightful. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to I just wanted to hang out and party with him. And he clearly also wanted that with every single person that took a picture with him. Um, but his like handler was like, move it along. And he's like, oh, okay, but, uh, but have, have a nice day. That's amazing. And it was like everything. It was great. The, the best, one of the other best parts about the, like they're all best parts, but one of the, the really good parts is how he introduced. I know a lot of Jeff. Like, you're I'm more Jeff. than that. You are more like, than Jeff. It. It's like, no, you're more than Jeff. You're Jeff Goldblum. You're, a, yeah. you're America's Jeff. <laughs> you're not just a Jeff. You're a Jeff who goes to a hotel and has to lie about his name so people don't freak out in the staff when they realize that you're here. Um, the, the show is wonderful. It's great. You learn a couple things. Like, I didn't know about, like, this whole custom shoe and how much they cost. And, like, it starts yeah. off with that wow factor, too, where it's like, yeah. behind me is a wall that costs, like, millions of dollars in shoes. And it's like, god damn. That's a lot of expensive shoes right there. But I'm very much looking forward to all the other mm-hmm. episodes. They are uh, releasing these ones weekly, it seems like much like all the other original shows. So be on the lookout for that. Um, even yeah. if like you're not a big, kind of a big fan of these genres, it's just wonderful to just watch Jeff be Jeff. And maybe I'm, I'm going to try to fall asleep to it one day and see what kind of dreams I have. I want to, I want to see. They're going to be dirty. Gonna be, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> They're going to be, do you remember that um, Seth MacFarlane animated skit, Jeff Goldblum wafers? I imagine it's going to be that. No, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be the 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 sex scene from The Fly where he has sex with Gina Davis. Oh, but instead God. of looking at her, he's just looking at you the entire time. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's also there is also a great scene where he plays basketball with a bunch of um, just like just some street hoops essentially, and oh, he asks what his nickname would be. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you will not be disappointed. Of course, I will. Disappointed is pretty good. I will say that. I will say that. Um. If y'all are on the internet mm-hmm. and want to see one of the greatest Jeff Goebel moments ever, um, please look up the GE Wink um, commercial with Jeff Goldblum where he plays piano in a hot tub. Oh, God. It is maybe maybe one of the greatest Goebelisms That's amazing. ever to grace the small screen. That's right. Um, as I, it seems so far, and we're just... Spoilers for this episode of the podcast. We're not going to talk about the Mandalorian this week, but between Jeff Goldblum and the Mandalorian, the quality has been amazing so far for original content. And I'm super looking forward to more original content. The only problem I've had with Disney plus is the fact that I had to get up super early to watch the Mandalorian and everybody, the entire rest of the day couldn't do it. Because it was too popular for people who didn't wake up at the crack of dawn. I got it at like I think seven o'clock at night. But actually, I'm, I'm after they worked. I'm, I'm the going to say this. Let's just seamlessly go into the Disney Plus segment right now, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say this about Disney Plus: for as many people as there were for a day one release, uh, the numbers I believe were over ten million. Yep, it did run really smoothly. It did. It, yeah, they hammered everything out. It it did mess up, but for that amount of people, that number of people. To be accessing the service throughout the day, it was fairly solid. Like I, I got my. Think of annoyed. every live video game that's ever yes. dropped. Yeah, there's always server yes. issues. One hundred percent of them. Dude, like tickets for New York Comic Con, like the website crashes oh, every it. single. I don't year. even. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to think about that. I hate it. You know every what I mean? Year, like it, it, it. I mean, I can understand like people's getting upset about it, but like, 
I I got into it fine. Like lunch, I got in. Like I I started watching it at lunch on my iPad. I got into it. I, I it stopped once, reloaded it. It was fine. And when I got home, I went to go watch Mandalorian. Same thing. It stopped. Crap. Reloaded. It was fine. Yeah. So for like the issues it did have, you're right, Greg. It just it, it's amazing how seamless it was for you to yeah. watch the content and see the content. And, and like the the issues that I had, anyways. I mean, I was only really throughout the day primarily accessing it through my phone, just trying to build up my my queue essentially, my watch list. Mm-hmm. And sure, it messed up. There were parts where I knew I added it and, and it said I didn't, but right. then when I jumped into my watch list, it was blatantly in there. Um, things like not all of the availability, all the movie shows loading on a, off of a browse screen, unless you backed out and forth a couple times. Other than that, like it was pretty solid. When I was watching The Mandalorian, it skipped a couple times. So it like will buffered and then went back a couple seconds and then played through it. Did that twice in the beginning and then it was smooth sailing after that. Yeah. So I'm I'm super impressed. And like we really probably shouldn't be that impressed because it has Disney money behind it. But yeah. it's still it's it's a solid achievement. Well, the and, thing that like that that got me is I only honestly and just just uh, full disclosure, mm-hmm. I only got Disney Plus just to watch The Mandalorian. That's all I cared about. I was having um, an argument with someone about work about this because some, he was like all these people are just getting it for the mandalorian and i was like i beg to differ well and that's the thing that's i was one of those people i'm like i just care about the mandalorian i don't care whatever else is on there it's just yeah. disney movies whatever whatever yeah it's definitely why nerds are gay. yeah so then i yes. start and as nerds. one of those nerds it is like 90 percent a chance like the reason why well yeah, that and that's the beautiful um, thing about it then you start looking around you're like wow there's a lot of stuff on this there's there's a lot of things on this like i'm at work i remember I'm hey, like I'm bad texting, news bears is on this like I'm texting you guys pretty much. And it's like I wonder if Darkwing Duck's on here. And I thought saw it. I'm like, oh my god, they have Darkwing Duck. They've yeah. got every duck. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if Gummy Bears is on here. Holy shit, Gummy Bears, Rescue Rangers. What the fuck? And you just keep on finding more and it's more. It's like eighty percent of everything you can possibly think yeah. of. Like, there's very little that's not on there right you now. You can find you can find mm-hmm. like old school like Disney cartoons like Steamboat Steamboat Willie and stuff like that. Like that's that's on there. Yeah, they have um, a section yeah. dedicated to Mickey Mouse through the ages. Yes. Like, there is a section dedicated strictly to, like, the Pixar shorts that were front in front of every single Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah. There's a section just for that. They even um, have all the, the VHS sequels, like Disney the Little Mermaid. Oh, God. Disney's the yeah, Little yeah, Mermaid yeah, yeah. 2, Return yeah. to the Sea. <laughs> Aladdin 2. My, my, my mind went somewhere completely different when you said that. Like, VHS, Casey, that's a horror movie. Why would that be? A- oh, you mean oh. the Disney ones. <laughs> I okay. mean the format, sir. Yeah. 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 Um, I did. I did hear the internet complaining about Disney Plus and The Simpsons, about how they um, they not upscaled, but the it, it's a it's a full they, they fudge the a, the aspect ratio. Yeah, yeah, the aspect ratio. Yeah, which yeah, a lot so of people you, don't really like. Yeah, but. you lose you lose some some jokes yeah. apparently, but like, do you? With the way how people binge watch things, where they're not really binge watch, not really watching, they're just more binging. I just want to know, like, who got that deep into The Simpsons where they're like, you know, with this aspect ratio, I bet this screws up the joke in season seven, episode 21. Oh, some like uh, people actually, directly for like a certain scene, I'm sure. Actually, uh, it's season four. Oh, we're not talking about the craziest thing to hit the news about about edits. Uh, they yeah. oh, they yeah. they fudged up Han shot first again. Yeah, they did. Well, they like they just keep on. Well, did they really they keep on changing it? All they it wasn't them. I, I, I actually looked into this, like, I because I, I was like trying to figure out why the fuck they would do that. Yeah, it's actually George Lucas again. 
Of so, course it is. But it's so, George Lucas from 2014. Oh, God. Yeah. That's exactly do, what it is. That makes you, me more afraid. Yeah. Do you remember when they released Phantom Menace in 3D and nobody cared? So George Lucas was like, well, fine. Now I'm not releasing any of these updated films in 3D. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's what the versions on Disney Plus are, are the re-edited for 2014 versions of both trilogies. Yeah. Um, and the scene in question, as you might remember, Han gets cornered by Greedo in the Moss Eisley Cantina, mm-hmm. and he sits down. And originally, Greedo is like, I've been looking forward to this, blah, 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 whatever. And Han's like, I'll bet you have. And he just wastes him from under the table. Yeah. And then in the special editions, which I grew up with, not you guys because you're old and I probably saw it in theaters or whatever. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Ooh. That's never going to stop until I turn 30. Shots fired. I've only got um, like six months left. Fired. And then, then it's all down. You know, Casey, for being the youngest one of all of us, you do act like the old, you do act the oldest and not oh, in a good way. Not in I a mean, mature I've defi- way. I've definitely got more gray in the temples and, and the beard than anybody else. I'm like, I'm, su- I'm surprised like you don't wear Depends. In fact, I'm pretty sure you do wear Depends, to be Thank honest you. with you. Well, it depends. Yeah. I've been, si- I have been sitting here a while. Uh, the 90s, you had Greedo shoot first and Han do this like little shitty CGI dodge to the side. Yep. Then in the DVD releases, they shot kind of at a closer, similar time. Um, but Han still does the little goofy dodge. And now Greedo gets an extra line of dialogue where in Hatis he says Maklunki, which Maklunki. means... This is the end for you, which is kind of a badass line considering he becomes toasted roadie in a minute later. Yeah. Um, I thought he was just a fan of Home Alone. That, I get yeah. Whack, whack. That's a good <laughs> no, Look but that, that George later. Lucas has changed this scene so many goddamn times. People are just every time they got to check. And, and now you, know you can play a... F- oh, go ahead. Like my hope was that when... When... Disney brought the property of Fox and like a new hope became part of like the, the whole, like Holy, like saga again, pretty much like mm-hmm. through like the rights mm-hmm. and my hope and a lot of hopes were not I'm pretty sure with you guys also that they would re-release the original cuts. No, get out of here. Movies. Of course they're not going to do that. No way. Absolutely not. They'd make money. Are you kidding that me? Was they probably, re- that was probably a signing stipulation from George Lucas himself. Yeah. But yeah, you can't tell me that they didn't release those like on a Blu-ray like collection. People wouldn't buy them. Oh, no, they absolutely absolutely would buy him. But then the Lucas lawyers would show up. Like, in fucking, like, with, like, spider leg robots, bottoms, like, I'm Darth pretty Maul sure and... Disney lawyers would win, though. I mean, come on. Come on. If we want to, no, like, but, like, I bet you those Lucas lawyers are sneaky. I bet you, like, the Disney lawyers have the, like, the volume. It would literally just be the clones versus the Droidicas. <laughs> Bring on the droidicas. <laughs> Around Bring... the surviving DVDs, a perimeter create. Bring out the lawyer decas. <laughs> Do you, I mean, he he did it for the Christmas special. Mm. I didn't find it on there. Like, I didn't look that hard for it. But oh, it's... you're not going to find the Christmas special. Yeah, but it's not on there. On there. I'm, I was like, kind of surprised and happy about that. Um, oh, man. It's so what good. is dope so about Disney it. Plus is, I mean, obviously, like, we have all these shows and movies we grew up with that we can watch on there. Yeah. And also, uh, so far from what we can tell, like, a very good original content. Yeah. Um, But Gargoyle, Gargoyles is a thing. Now, yep. the reason why I bring that up is not because one of my favorite, like, Disney. Because you've been obsessed with it all week. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people have. So now it actually became, like, a trending movement mm. on Twitter with the hashtag, uh, keep binging gargoyles. Because so many people have gotten happy about it. The original creator was like, you know what? If we get enough people to talk about this, we can bring this shit back. 
What's the and hashtag? Even, uh, keep binging gargoyles. It's binging. Just big, binging. It's binging. Binging. Thank you. I was gonna say what? Binging? Is that a term that I'm too old to know? Bigly. Bigly. Just bing Dude, it. You don't. You just don't bing, bing, bro? bing it. Oh no, Microsoft. They're <laughs> doing it. <laughs> well, it's just it's just dope that like this is like now becoming like a thing to actually probably bring this series back. And even Keith David was like, you know what? Yeah, if this happened again, I would love to be Goliath again. You know who should really be Goliath? The Rock. Keith David. The Rock. Yeah, no. Maybe. <laughs> no. Uh, I think The Rock will be the live action <laughs> Goliath. Let's not kid Or Terry Crews. That is you just oh, going to have full shit. Terry Crews. Fuck off, Rock. <laughs> Terry Crews. You get it. Oh, my God. That would be literally the greatest Listen, thing. guys, 25 years ago. Superstition and the sword ruled. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of yeah. fear. It was the age of gargoyles being on your television. God, was it really Amazing. 25 years ago? Fuck, it just felt like more gray hairs like maybe pop not, out of my chin. Maybe not Jesus. 25. I don't know. 90, 94 sounds right. That sounds about right. Yeah. Great school for me. I mean, yeah. that's... Yeah. Oh, yeah, mean... it's... Oh, God. Oh, yeah, oh, from 94 oh. to 97. Yeah, Casey wasn't even born yet. I was, I was so alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell I you, you, I was so alive when Gargoyles was on TV. I had that VHS board game where you had to like rewind to specific. That. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You had to I rewind to specific timestamps and stuff. Wow. I think you had to get at McDonald's and shit. It was like part of like a Happy Meal, I think. Oh, man. That was a good time to be alive. That. Well, Disney Plus, bringing back memories, bringing back yeah. nostalgia. New Big original time. content. That's thus far what I've seen. Nothing but quality. Shut up and take my money. All the Marvel, it. all the Marvel content, like all the Marvel uh, movies, well, except no. for Spidey and stuff like that. It's not all the Marvel. It's not all the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could, you could actually, you can, if you search enough, you can actually see movies that are not on there yet, and you could add them to your watch list, and they tell yeah, you when it says they're when they drop. Yeah, is Ewok Adventure on there? Uh, uh, it is. It it's is. not not on there. Well, let me see. I don't know. It is one, not. One no. Star Wars all the Lego Star Wars stuff is yeah. on there. The Star Wars stuff is fairly That's limited cool. in terms of, like, it's got the main things in there, it's, and then it's got Clone Wars and Rebels. And it's got Empire of Dreams. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. is a great, maybe the greatest Star Wars documentary if you haven't seen it. Yep. But it does not have Solo yet, uh, and, and it does not have Last Jedi yet. So if you were, if you were hoping mm. for, like, day one binging all of the Star Wars in chronological order, you cannot. No, yeah, but we kind of like do all the big ones. But can we kind we 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 kind of knew that because those are still on Netflix, still in contract with Netflix. right. Yeah, and and they even say that on the the, the descriptions of the videos too is like due to you know previously negotiated things, this won't be available until this date. So uh, Last Jedi should be available next month, I believe, yep. is what I read. What I am surprised, like what series isn't on there, is the Aladdin animated series. That's kind of like shocking. That's not on there. Yeah, like the three movies are on there. Yeah, but, but that's like, not on there. Is anyone really missing that? Are you kidding me? Dude, someone had an argument with me on Twitter. Like, I know, two I saw that. That's that. why I'm pulling your chain on this one. Like, like it's just, <laughs> ugh. That one guy is really missing it, and that's it. I'm yeah. missing it. What about Abismal? What about Abismal? He's the man. Oh, he's debuting the glove? Return of Jafar and being basically the main bad guy of that whole show? <laughs> As voiced by Jason Alexander? <laughs> Come okay. on. Yeah. Not for me. No, it's it's mostly just uh, Homer Simpson being the genie. I can't do. Yeah, Dan Castellaneta. I can't do it. 
I can't you do lo- it. You love your knockoff voice no, actors. You love. I Jim usually Hanks. do. Not that though. You can't knock off Robin Williams. <laughs> That's he's right. No, he's right. That's he's correct. Line. He's correct. That's the line. He's absolutely right. correct. And they even realize it because they brought him back. Yep. Because they had to apologize profusely for merchandise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, anyways, I can't recommend this service enough thus far. It's been amazing. It's totally worth the money. It's pretty cheap as far as streaming um, goes. Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter's on there. Yeah. yeah. For oh, yeah. Marvel. I can now actually watch that. Yeah. Because yeah. I wanted to. But I, I think I only made yeah. it like maybe four or five episodes in when it was out. It's, it's pretty good all the way <sighs> to the fine. end. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Although I still have like five episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. before I've watched all of it. And I still can't make it. It's like taken me like two years. <laughs> oh, I'm, I haven't even watched any of this last it. season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet. I can't. Let me tell you how good it is. Uh, no. Is it not? It's again. It's taking me this long <laughs> to try to get, to get through. They were catching their stride with Ghost Rider, and they just stopped using him. Yeah, for half a yeah, season. I saw. I saw. It was like so abrupt. Four episodes of the first season, the first four episodes, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, no, I can't. It, it catches its stride the first time uh, at Winter Soldier, where they start incorporating yeah. with like Hydra, and they're like, oh shit, half of us are Hydra. This is not great. Yeah, they did. They did a pretty good job of that storyline, yeah. and then it, it all then, fell apart. Then things just and then apart. it came back together with Ghost Rider, and then it all fell apart mm-hmm. again. That's just what. It yeah, is. you know what the and problem is? Being humans. Yeah, oh, that's also on there. That. That's also on this. On yeah, it is. no, it isn't. It is. I swear to you, it is. Oh, I would not also, joke about this. Huh? They, they, that was probably thrown in for free. To, it to is Disney. there. My God, just take this. Oh no. Well, yeah. that's one thing I'll never watch on here. Really? Mm. Fool, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me <laughs> twice, shame on me again. Fool me three times with Inhumans? Okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> definitely my fault. Way to go, Inhumans. You pulled you one over me, on me. Well, technically three. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to be coming through this quite a bit. This, the, all the like Everything is on here that like I've wanted to watch. I don't know if I will watch, but I want to. Like I want to watch all the Simpsons. Will I? Probably not. Yeah, but but what? You got to ask yourself the real question. Yeah. What's the verdict on live action remake of Lady and the Tramp? Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Actually, yeah, funny story. Um, my mom texts me. She goes, "Hey, did you get Disney Plus?" And I go, "Yeah." I'm not giving her any. Like I'm not, I I provide the family with too much stuff. And she goes, I really want to watch Lady and the Tramp. And I just left that text message alone. <laughs> and and Greg, is, doesn't, doesn't your favorite podcaster's favorite wife also have a show? My, what are you talking about? Dak Shepard. Oh, yeah, she does. Encore. I haven't watched that yet. I didn't even know what it was until I just watched the trailer for it. And I went, yeah, I know a lot of people Although, that would really like to relive their high school uh, stage glory yeah. days. <laughs> I would much rather watch it if Dax was actually in it. <laughs> to be he fair. might show up. They might give to him a little fair. little cameo. Now he's got his own show right now. He's got his own pretty good show. He's doing things. He's doing things. He's fine. He's great. Um, we gotta we gotta just go into this last last segment because we're Let's running out of time. So we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go fast. So we got <laughs> a brand new look at the redesigned, freshly redesigned. Due to internet demand, Sonic the Hedgehog. I hate it. Bring back Nightmare Sonic. I want him to haunt my dreams. You're the worst. You're uh, literally the worst. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. Why me. are you still here? So um, for those of you who don't know, have been living under a rock or maybe in an alternate reality that you can only access through a golden ring. What was it? Last year? 
we got their first glimpse at a trailer for Sonic live action movie, and it was horrifying. Yep. It still haunts my nightmares from time. Let's okay. not forget. Let's imagine. not forget. Paradise in there. Yeah. So imagine if you will, <laughs> someone saw a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> for five seconds. The picture was then brought away. They then said, "Go live your life for about two weeks, and when you do that, come back and I want you to draw me." exactly what you remember <laughs> and that person was not an mm. artist no they sure in, in you know elementary school and high school they did their own paper mache mm. thing but um they picasso they are not they do their best to draw weird strained proportions and all so and then someone took that drawing oh God. of someone who doesn't know how There's to draw more. saw the picture of sonic for five seconds and then made the best possible accurate CGI version of that exact drawing. And that is the horrific nightmare that we got last year. See, I was just going to say, remember the Quiznos commercials? The Sponge Monkeys. Remember the Sponge Monkeys from Quiznos? We love it's Quiznos. Like, it's, it's like they hired they those guys, bar. those artists to make Sonic. Or do you remember, do you remember Bat Thumb or Thumb Tannic? Or Thumb oh Wars, yeah, uh, or Thumb Wars. Steve Odenkirk. They got, they, they got him to to make Sonic. No, you know what it is? Is That's what they, they got the same guy who did all the live action Pokemon, which translated really well to Detective Pikachu, but just didn't translate that well to Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh God. Or they they got like no, his. They had the right They got like his second cousin. <laughs> Actually, it was the first draft uh, <laughs> that he had done of all those those Pokemon that looked like absolutely terrifying. But at least the textures were correct, so then they hired him to do the the correct proportions versions oh, of the movies. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but now, now we have, we a have good a good Sonic. Sonic. Now we have classic looking Sonic, voiced by Jean Ralphio. Thank mm-hmm. God. And also Jim Carrey, they actually show him being Jim it's Carrey, amazing. not I'm just the, the most excited dark, for that. mustachioed, terrible yeah. person. Um, I watched these the old trailer and the new trailer side by side because I was just like. You know what? Maybe I'm misremembering how terrible this was. I remember the internet thought it was terrible, but let's really. And I went in, and then to Dave's credit, uh, Quilio's Gangsters Paradise started playing, and I was like, "Oh no, I remember now." And mm-hmm. like, like a remembering a bad nightmare, it all just started playing in front of me. And some of the scenes, like you know, they're not going to reshoot a lot of this, but just touching up Sonic, not giving him human proportions, right. not giving him like Nike sneakers. Like just those little things make all of the difference. There's a there's a fun little bit of backstory to this too. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, first they did it in like ten months, which I think is amazing, outrageous. Yeah. And the the whether it's a new team or the old team under a new direction, um, which is have you guys ever heard of Tyson Hess? That sounds familiar. He's a he's a webcomic guy. He did something called Boxer Hockey a while back, and he did uh, another thing called Diesel, which ended up becoming a graphic novel. And he like I'm pretty sure he headed all the art direction for Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. like all the the animation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw yeah, up. Yeah. That's yeah. him. Yeah, uh, they got him to be. I'm assuming a huge part of this. I don't know if he was like the major art director, but no, I think um, he, he just stepped in to help with the redesign. Like he was like a, a consultant, I think, on the redesign. Okay. Yeah. I think it's what I read. Um, I, I, I just love that because that's very much of a, a guy who goes from drawing like a fan comic of Sonic the Hedgehog to like being nice. a part of his like, live action film debut. Well, he 
Wasn't Christian Whitehead the um the head uh, for the lead for Sonic Mania though? I I think so. I think this guy was like an artist for Sonic Media, not like a lead, but I think he like okay. worked on it, and they brought him on to like consult for like gotcha. this to make sure it was actually what people wanted. Yeah. The thing that really gets really grinds my gears about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. It, there are like those hipsters on Twitter that are just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> They're just like, oh, I got my cool guy sunglasses on. Uh. Are you happy yet, Internet? Like, it, it, I've just seen a shit ton of tweets just with that tone of like tweeting out the article or the uh, the link for the trailer and being like, "Are you happy yet? I would rather I mean, the yes. other one," and things like that. And it's just like, shut up! No one rather the other one. I want the Snyder that. cut of Sonic the Hedgehog. I want the Snyder <laughs> cut. I was gonna say the uh, the DC uh, or the DC universe yeah. tried to do dark and gritty. And you know what happened? It didn't work out for them. You know what they did? They went the other way and went fun, flashy, and Mm -hmm. bright. It's working out better for them. And Sonic did the same thing because of the lessons learned. Yeah. Hey, remember when Sonic became a dark and serious character in his 3D games? How that worked out for years? Mm. No thanks. Who earns? Oh, my God. A lot of people in... well, maybe not my age bracket, but definitely your age bracket. Jesus remembers, Christ! Remembers Jaleel White on TV telling you not to talk by oh. sh- not to talk to strangers, eat your chili dogs, and if someone touches <sighs> you in a bad place, get out of there. Mm. Um, I'm in but there. yeah, I- I'm in there. I'm talking. The the movie looks infinitely better. I don't know if it's it enough though to make me go watch it. Oh, so like, that was more than enough. Oh no, I'm no, on, we. I'm on board. I'm in it. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a. I don't know if I'll pay for it. I will. But I'll, so I'll I'll maybe. do it's if streaming. the local shithole theater is still up because they're doing some redesigns and stuff to that area. Yeah, I will do at least cheapo Tuesdays there. You know what? Maybe I'll yeah. go with you. Yeah, and, you know, and that's I'll a, give it. I'll give it a yeah. five ski. That's the thing. Like like Jim carries enough to make me go watch it in theater, but like on a matinee. You know, I'm, he's enough to make me go want to see this. I'm more interested to see like the Easter eggs and what they're going to incorporate too, because you you just you don't have a video game movie. And not incorporate Easter eggs. Oh yeah, you just don't. You just don't. I so mean, I, uh, even even Mario Brothers had Easter eggs, and that movie sucked. Yeah, I mean, like, it, I'm sorry, what? You heard me. <laughs> the, I'm so, the master sorry. Voice that was what? Super Mario Brothers. You uh, heard me, Casey. I, all you really need I, to do now, if you want to make a video game movie, all you have to do is look at Detective Pikachu, and take out aspects of that. Yes, do that, and try to mimic that as best you can. Yeah. Because that's a direct adaptation of a world and not of a story, which is what you need to do. Yeah, it's like it's based on one spinoff game and it doesn't even follow that. Yeah. Super closely. Yeah. Um, So super random of taking things from, you know, the mm. 90s and updating mm. them. Um, Did I just read that Netflix is going to be doing a Beverly Hills Cop 4? Yeah. Yep. Um, that doesn't surprise me. Did you did you yeah. hear about like uh what Eddie Murphy said about it? He he's no, like it. I don't know if anyone has ever actually done a sequel to a movie after 30 years. <laughs> do you do you know do you know what Alex Winter tweeted? What? <laughs> Alex Winter, for those of you who don't know, of Bill and Ted fame, he is Bill. He said, Oh man, we're measly twenty nine years later. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all it takes. That's awesome. That's all. Um, I did recently watch the My Name is Dolomite movie. Yeah. 
that that yeah. he's in, dude, Eddie Murphy's still got. I heard that. I heard that was really good. great. Yeah, once he took it a break from doing terrible films, fun. you had to think that all that yeah. talent just was frothing. He had a reggae career. <laughs> Interesting. It wasn't. It, it wasn't terrible. Interesting. That's good to hear. The return of the Murph. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Return. It's, it's of been the time. Murph. Uh, oh yeah. I feel like the only thing next is going to be the return of Mike Myers. Wait, they did that already. Oh, wasn't you that, mean wasn't the other just, Mike Myers? Wasn't that just Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> Let's technically yes. Oh, you mean technically yes. Kind of seconds he was yeah. there. Yeah, that no one realized it was Mike Myers until like the very last scene where it does that slow zoom in. They go, "Hey, wait a minute." And then that was it. Yeah. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. he also in Inglorious Bastards? Like, doesn't he play he was. Like yeah. Winston Churchill yes, or something? He was in but Bohemian Bastards. Rhapsody was more yeah. recent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might not have. You might have been like a young kid then, so you might have been not been able to see that. A wee lad. But yeah. Yeah. It's an old movie called Wayne World. <laughs> Wayne World. Do you remember yeah. that? Wayne World. Uh, the last thing I kind of want to talk about, I completely forgot, almost forgot about this. Uncharted movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You just can't keep a Wahlberg away from a Drake. Yeah. No, no, no. New rumors are circulating that Mark Wahlberg is being eyed for the mentor slash buddy to Nathan Drake, Sully. I hate that this is a prequel movie because I love Sully in that he's an old cigar chomping, like grizzled veteran. Can can we talk about how and now he's just a middle aged cigar chomping grizzled veteran <laughs> from from South Boston, <laughs> from South Boston. <laughs> so I've always been confused as someone who has recently done a playthrough of the first three Uncharted's. Mm-hmm. I'm still very confused on how old Sully's supposed to be because if he's actually the age that they portray, portray him to be, um, all of his hips would have fallen <laughs> out in, in the first scene of Uncharted. Yeah. Um. But because he is one spry elder, I'm pretty person. sure it's like Patrick Stewart. He's just always at least middle aged. Yeah, or Ron Perlman. Um, who here has watched? At Can we just get yeah. Richard McGonagall in a wig? Roger Sterling. Yeah. Okay. How great! I, th- I think would, I think we're missing the been. obvious choice here, which is Tom Hanks. Which no, oh I mean God. look at Tom Hanks in the movie Sully. That's true. Looks Come just on. like Sully. He does look just like Sully. Not like, not the yeah, you you know the Nathan Drake Sully. Yeah. You gotcha. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Anyways, that's, that's a, a thing. thing. So Tom Holland's still attached I to it. I don't like that. Right? Really? I, it's it's I whatever, don't man. Like it. He's a baby. It's fine. I don't He's fine. a wee baby. See, baby I would have been I would have been fine, fine if they did like what they did in Uncharted Three and it jumps back and forth between like him being younger and him him being like, you know, the appropriate age. I get that they're trying to build this to be a franchise so like Tom Holland can age with the character but I just don't see him even looking the part at a later age yeah not at all so it's just it's just their golden boy they bring back shoot. Nathan Fillion yeah I even Nathan Fillion I think like as good as that would be he's he's not perfect for me anymore not not really? for that role no don't you want Nolan North just as live action Actually, Nathan I feel Drake. I feel like honestly, I feel like Troy Baker would probably be pretty good. Probably be pretty solid in the role. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I'm retracting. I'm retracting it from Take my brain. <laughs> yeah, I am. No, I think I think Nathan Fillion would have been awesome, but he's also like kind of too. He's kind of too old. It, Unless they immediately do Uncharted Four. Yeah. 
He's also Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Fillion missed the boat on being a '90s like icon, a la Brendan yeah. Fraser. Yeah, one hundred percent. He was Brendan Fraser, but like <laughs> Brendan Fraser now, which is a problem for actual yeah. Brendan Fraser. Oh, he never yeah, got his dude. due. I saw I saw yeah. um some article where someone like called out Brendan Fraser's like what happened to this dude and apparently the internet rushed to Brendan Fraser's defense and he was oh like, I saw that yeah. yes there was like well you know you have your wife divorce you and take nine hundred thousand a year for and, doing nothing and you stupid. get like sexually assaulted yep and, and you it's can't and tell it's twenty years before you know yeah. it's acceptable to anything. come out and empower yourself with it. Yeah. And strike back at the fucking Hollywood assholes. But real talk, everyone should just go watch The Mummy right now because that movie oh, is so every, good. Everyone yeah, should go exactly. watch Doom Patrol right now and support current Brendan Fraser. Yeah. yeah. Doom Patrol is really good. He's got, amazing. Got, it's, it's, it gets better and better, that show. It's so good. I can't believe how good it is. It's just Yeah, watch it, watch it while DC Universe lasts. They're on hey. the ropes. <laughs> hey. They're canceling Swamp Thing before it starts, and they're pushing Batwoman harder than SummerSlam. They just, they just emailed me because uh, I was like a, a day one. Like, I was like a pre-order, so I can get the cheaper price for the year. And yeah. they're just like, oh, if you keep it going for another year, we'll just knock off 15 bucks off the year. And I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's cool. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> you just uh, write back, will there be more Young Justice? They're like, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> will there be more Doom Patrol? Yes. Okay. That's all I need. <laughs> I'm sold. No more Batman Hush. Okay. Good enough. Good, good enough. Yeah, um, from the chat we have enough. for the cast of Sully, which I think is really good, Carl Urban. I'll watch Carl Urban in anything. Yeah, that's 100% true. Accurate. But totally you accurate. can't take him and, off and the America. boys because he's too good in that show. They just wrapped up season two. <gasps> There's time. Yeah. He could do it. He could do it. <laughs> Wait, is it is it a season two or is it a season one part two? I think it's season two. Because he, right. yeah, I saw. I think it was on Instagram where he said that. it's wrapped for season two. That that season finale of the boys was very much a season finale and not a mid-season finale. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. Yeah, All right. for sure. I've been burned by the tick before. <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, don't you tease me. <laughs> <laughs> and with the teasing of Casey, we'll go ahead and call that a night. This has been issue number two hundred and four of the Bad Cardi Funky Pod. Guess I want to go ahead and take a brief moment and thank everyone. For hanging out with us tonight, we of course had Stealth Killer. We had uh, Soul Killer Guy Adam. Good to see you. We had Cake Eating Dragon and Ruru too, and plenty of other people lurking around in chat, just listening. And re- remember, if you're listening to this now live at twitch.tv forward slash Bad Funky on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you made it, I don't know, maybe like maybe about half an hour into the show, and you go like, well, you know what? I want to know what you guys thought. About your earlier subjects, you referenced I wanna it a couple know. times. You can, can go you ahead and me? find that wherever you get your podcasts. I'm talking about Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Basically, if there's a podcast there, we are probably there, so you can yep. listen there. And if you're over on Apple Podcasts, why don't you go ahead and and give us that old five star review and maybe a written review? Should you feel it deserving of such? I'm not going to push you. Just saying, if you want. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real right yeah. now. I want you to give whatever review you feel, you feel necessary. From your heart. You feel from your heart. If you hate specifically my dumb jokes, I want you to rip my head off. He does. Yeah, it's leave true. the other guys alone. They don't deserve no. it. Yeah. Well, maybe Casey. And if you I'll think some members of this podcast are getting too old and you want to see some Logan's Run action. Oh, oh God. <laughs> 
It'll last for about six more months, and then we'll all be dead. <laughs> Reawaken. I, I would love if someone just goes, man, that Casey, just get him out. Yeah, we constantly get that. We don't need to rehash I that. I know. Yeah, just just don't tell us that we need to get rid of Casey. We know. We've been trying for quite yeah. some time. Uh, I can't, I can't wait to be a geriatric It's happened at least twice, and I'm here to stay. <laughs> all right, everyone. Good night, and we will see you next week. We love you, everybody. Good night.